0: Hi everybody welcome to the let's talk chapel podcast so i'm jackie and joining me is eric from Educated english teachers welcome eric
1: hi thank you for having me
0: yes thanks for joining us so you have a very popular youtube channel um the last time i checked you have something 91,000 subscribers, which is quite impressive. And it's something I think that any YouTuber could aspire to for sure. So that's how I ran across your work. And um, you talk about like a ton of different things and a ton of different um, English teaching experiences that people have had. So uh, can you just share a little bit about your background, kind of how long you've been teaching, where you've taught and kind of where you're at these days?
1: Well, uh, Jackie, I started teaching probably almost 17 years now uh, years ago and uh, I taught in South Africa for three years and then I decided I wanted to travel so um, uh, looked up some places online and moved to South Korea I've been here for for many years now (laughs) more than 10 years and um, I've been teaching ESL teaching English to to learners Uh, I've taught every level there is Currently, I'm working at a university. I'm really enjoying it. And then uh, I decided to create a YouTube channel to give back to other teachers, because when I start first started teaching, um, I didn't know much, you know. So um, on my channel, I try and share activities and ideas and classroom management. So yeah, that's just what I do. I, I, I look at uh, what I think teachers might find useful, and hopefully they enjoy the content.
0: That's great. And so something I noticed on your YouTube channel um, was that you had a video about Mother's and Father's Day activities, which is actually kind of unusual. I've never actually run across um, that kind of video before, that kind of content, but I think it's actually such a great idea um, to kind of have that as a lesson in your in your English classes. So today we're going to talk about um, a few Mother's or Father's Day activities um, that you can do with your students. So, um, Eric, so what is, what is kind of one of your top activities that you would do for this kind of lesson?
1: Well, I think, you know, as language teachers or as teachers, we, we center um, what we teach around topics. It makes it easier for students to learn, you know, to, to make those connections. And uh, we also want to create connections between our students and their personal lives, you know, to get to know our students and to, to, to make learning fun and relevant. Now, Mother's Day and Father's Day are two great activities because, um, you know, um, it helps the students um, talk about their parents or their caregivers. And also, it helps the students and the teachers connect to each other, you know, you get to know them. And it makes for a better classroom um, environment. Now, what I would say is with the Mother's Day and Father's Day activities is you want to, you want, especially with younger learners, you want to center around perhaps some arts and crafts, things that they can they can take home to their parents. Now, it, it they can create cards, which is fine. They can also create what I like to call coupons. You create a coupon book, you know, um, Uh, So it's like a gift you give to mom or dad. And um, so, for example, uh, one free hug, uh, one hour of uninterrupted sport TV time, you know, one foot massage, (laughs) all these things that we can do for our our parents, you know. And um, or, um, like I said, arts or crafts, it, it can be making like a tie for dad or it could be something something better where you even write a letter to your parents, you know, it, it just shows, uh, it shows the, 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 the child that uh, they are important in their lives and they can share that with you as the teacher, I think. And then to also take that back home, you know, and create that uh, and build on that relationship with their parents.
0: I love that. And um, yeah, I think you made a very good point right at the beginning um, when you said that the best lessons are, are the ones that connect with their personal lives. And, I just like, like what happens in the classroom is just like a very like short snippet in time. Um, and I think it, it can be not memorable if it's not connected to the outside world. And if it's not memorable, it's not relevant or useful. and Students aren't going to really remember actually any of it. Um, but the exactly. best lessons are those that connect to the outside world. So that's why this kind of caught my eye. I just thought this is such a great idea um, doing these kinds of lessons. Well,
1: it's, it's, it's also, uh, sorry to interrupt you. It's also so nice because, uh, recently, um, you know, there, there has been a lot of conflict between uh, parents and teachers because, um, you, you know, these days I feel like it's, it's more difficult for us to get to know each other. And through these activities, parents can also see that we value them and we want to build a partnership, um, uh, for the, uh, you know, for the, benefit of their their kids you know so it's it's also nice to create that connection between parents and teachers
0: and so when you've done things like having students write a letter or making a coupon book I I think those are both such excellent ideas Um, I think any parent would love it if they're sending their kids to like an English school or just at their elementary school and the kid comes home with this like really cute English letter or these little English coupon books um, I, like I don't know any parent that wouldn't like be super exactly. excited Not about love that it. or love it. So, um, like, what kind of reactions have you had? Um, when, when you've done that before?
1: I've I've had the best reactions. I, I remember I was teaching, and um, we we did a, I think we did a was it a scrapbook? Uh, we created. A scrapbook um one of uh i gave the the kids uh, some homework i told them okay i want you to to bring back some some pictures you know print them out so i sent a letter back to the parents um uh, a, a letter with the kids to take to their parents and just ask them to print out some pictures or to bring some along so we can create either a scrapbook or collage uh, you know wh- whichever they preferred um I think it was a scrapbook, though. So they brought some some photos, and I, in return, I had some lovely messages coming back from from parents that said, "You know, um, I've I've hardly interacted with my 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 child's teacher for the past couple of years. This is the first time anyone has reached out to me." And and uh, you know, you could just see that they were waiting for an opportunity to to um, to share their lives too. And the kids the kids noticed that too you know ever since that lesson and uh, just um that that uh, talking to their parents and their parents being excited for them that they've uh, they've really enjoyed the class ever since then so i i think it's very important uh, parents have you know, after that, parents also felt more free to ask questions or to to send me a message saying, "Oh, you know, uh, my child is going through something," or just sometimes uh, just being grateful and and sending a nice card saying thank you for what you've done. So I think it's very important that sense of community shouldn't go, go away.
0: Yeah, I love that idea. Um, it's it just kind of builds a bridge. Um, to the parents when you're teaching kids and I I've I've taught kids in Korea before and honestly I felt very far removed from from the parents like I had essentially no contact um with them which I didn't think was a good thing but it just felt like there was kind of like no way um to get around that or or there's just but I I love this idea of like reaching out and kind of just I don't know I guess like extending an olive branch I would say a little bit and um then parents, they know how to get in touch with you and they feel like you actually care about their children and you care about like, you know, doing this kind of like fun and interesting activity and you care about the parents being, you know, participants in their child's education as well. So yeah, I just, yeah, I think it's so great for sure.
1: I have something I call a, um, this is something I've, I've pushed quite a bit. It's called a mom point.
0: Mm-hmm. So <laughs> with,
1: with learners, you want to, at the end of a lesson, You want to ask them, um, you want to think what is something they can share with their, their moms or their parents, you know, or their Mm -hmm. caregivers. So at the end of the lesson, you can ask your students, okay, what did you learn today? In one sentence, what did you learn today? And that, and uh, what can you tell your mom that you've learned today? And that way, they you you're reviewing what they what they learned in the lesson, and they're also taking it back to their parents. And they're excited because they can express, "Oh, mom, today I learned this. I am able to do this." And uh, I, I also think, you know, when it it doesn't just have to be on Mother's Day or Father's Day, but uh, we should um, we should take an active role in connecting um, us with our students and with um, you know their families.
0: And so um, those activities you mentioned are more for um, children in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. Would you ever do like kind of a Mother's Father's Day lesson with adults? Or is it mostly just for, for kids that you would do?
1: Well, for kids, you know, you're going to focus on crafts. But um, from a language learning context, you also want to give all the students um, uh, uh, the opportunity to, to talk or to communicate about their parents, to say what they value. Um, what they like, they can talk about their parents' history. So for example, for Father's Day, you can do a biography of your dad as homework. You can say, okay, well, go and talk to your dad, write down some, uh, you know, basically what they've done with their lives, you know, just write down some key moments. And then uh, I want you to either do a speech on it or, you know, they can write about it, a a biography. And, you know, they really appreciate that too, because now they've they've got... they're learning about their parents. Perhaps their parents have never been asked by their their children. You know, so it's not only for younger learners. You can adapt it for older learners too. Uh, something I like to do with, um, you know, or perhaps um, intermediate students or you know when they're in middle school or high school is uh, something I like to do is uh, a World's Best Mom newspaper. You know, so it's it's basically the front of a newspaper. You put a picture and you say all the great reasons. What has your mom done? You know, that uh, that was really good. So I enjoy that too.
0: That's really cute. I'm sure um, any, any school would love to like publish that and send it home with the parents, I think, um, once you did that. So um, what about when you're doing this kind of lesson and someone might not necessarily have a mom or dad or be in touch with that person for whatever reason. Um, how do you kind of get around that or, or just be sensitive to that matter, I guess?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think, you know, so so often as teachers, we're not we don't really understand what the situation is of our learners, especially these days where I feel like there are more situations like that where a student might not have a dad or, you know, that they might have a different type of family situation. They might be living with grandmother. Um in that case, um, uh, I all I always mention, you know, to my students that uh, when you go around, you talk to them, you find out what their situation is, and then instead of it making it about mom or dad, you make you make it about someone special to them, and you say, okay, well, you know, you've got to have that conversation with the kids. So um, when when you um, tell the students about the activity, you can also say, okay, listen, guys, I know. Um, everybody's situation is different. So um, I'm going to come around the room and I'll I'll talk to everyone and make sure and then do it about someone special. So, and then after that, you've got to make an effort. And while the students are busy doing the activity, go around, talk to each one, uh, find out who they're making it for, what it's for, and then you can go from there. And I think that's very important because once again, you're building a relationship with the student, you're getting to know them, and uh, whatever their situation might be.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it, it just needs a bit of sensitivity. And I think, yeah, any good teacher would have hopefully a high degree of, of sensitivity for that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I think that's quite useful for like even in like a, a place like Korea where we both have taught. Um, I've, I found that many students, their parents were busy working very, very long hours and they might actually be closest to like a grandmother or a grandfather as opposed to their actual parents and even, yeah, be living in the same household as them and that kind of thing. So I, I, yeah, like I like the idea of just um, leaving it open and just saying like a caregiver or someone special or yeah, like leaving it open for possibilities, I guess. Um, So do you have any other kind of like final thoughts or ideas for um, things that you might do for, for a mother's or father's day lesson?
1: Yeah, I, I think, like I mentioned before, it's all about connecting um, and um, creating something real, you know, so something students can take home and show, show their parents. And um, I, I want to say this, if, if you haven't done it before, it's also a good idea to then, um, you know, perhaps um, create that correspondence with the parents by sending home a letter. You know, you could perhaps um, write something short about their student. Just one sentence, you know, something something nice about them. And I think we as teachers, you know, these activities for Father's Day and Mother's Day, they're actually just a way to, to st- get the conversation going about, you know, how can we as teachers become, you know, better acquainted with our learners. Um, and I think as teachers, we should be writing down um, small things about our students. So during class, you will always ask questions about what they're doing, where they're from, you know, what do they like? You know, um, are they picky eaters? What's their what's their favorite food? Um so you want to find these scraps of information and write it down. Um, probably, you know, you can write it down next to their names. And then when you send a letter back to the parents to, you know, to start the correspondence, you you can you can add like a small sentence like that that shows that shows the parents that you care about the the their the kids as as individuals. And, um, yeah, it, it also gets the ball rolling. Um, I, I think another thing that I would say is, you know, um, include, include everyone, um, regardless of what their situation might be. And also try and include the the, the parents, like for, for Mother's Day uh, or for Father's Day, you can send a, a letter back to mom and say, listen, um, we want to create perhaps um, some art based around dad's favorite chocolate, right? And the kids bring... Um, bring to school a a candy bar that they can decorate somehow right and or or you can say uh well we want to celebrate um you know uh, we want to do something nice for grandparents so uh, what about a photo or sending something back that the students can use yeah so i I think you know we we kind of miss this uh, communal aspect of teaching and it's it's vitally important to to um create those relationships. So I think that is what you've got to keep in mind. Always remember the kids aren't just numbers, they all have their own lives and their own uh, experiences, uh, but as their teachers we, we should try and involve whatever's happening outside um with w- into the lesson.
0: I guess that I when I was teaching I thought of this more kind of in a negative sense if a child was kind of misbehaving or um I I would always just think, you know what, they have this whole life outside my class and probably their behavior, probably, I don't know, 5% is actually related to that child does not like me or we have a personality conflict, but probably 95% of, you know, misbehavior or just like not doing work or sleeping in class has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with me. I'd even say like Mm. 99% of it probably has absolutely nothing to do with me. And so in that sense, I would always just say like, you know what, they just have their lives and maybe their parents are getting divorced or somebody just died, one of their grandparents died or their pet is sick or just like their friends at school, you know, turned against them or there's a bully at school or just like whatever. There's just so many possibilities in their lives. So, But I didn't really like make the connection, I guess, to think about it in the positive sense too, um, mm-hmm. like connecting real life. Um, with the classroom in terms of like yeah just doing nice things for the parents or like talking about their grandparents or connecting with their parents and that kind of thing so I think it's super helpful to kind of think of both both sides of it Mm. for sure
1: yeah I I like what you said Um, you know often often we just think of either the negative or the positive but uh, we've got to remember that even the smallest things we do can have a massive impact on the way the, that students see school sees sees you as the teacher, or affects their their, their lives. You know, how often have have uh, you experienced where you did something small, uh, maybe did something fun, and then you, you had this massive reaction from the kid? Or like I remember, I did something. I think I I I, I went to Costco or something, and I had some extra. Snacks, and uh, I wasn't going to eat everything on my own, so I brought it to school, handed it out, and um, then a couple of weeks later, I get like a message from a mom saying that that was like such a nice thing for their child, and they they're still talking about it, you know. And it's, it's something small to us, but can be big to them. And the negative side too is, you know, we've got to remember that what we do as teachers. You know, uh, what was it? Uh, you, you know, one time I was talking to a student. I was new to Korea and we had a good relationship. And I remember he said something like um, there's a very casual way in Korea to say hello to someone. It's just like, you know, it's a so it's usually two friends. And um, and a student always just said, just said hello to me. And one time I just said, listen, I'm your teacher. You have to say because, you know, it's, it's more polite. And ever since then, you know, it kind of uh, ruined our our relationship. Where he he was seeing me as a as a friend and someone to connect to, and just by you know, kind of saying that, it it, it had a negative effect. So we've got to be conscious, not not super uh, overthink it, but we we just have to be conscious about what we do as teachers can have a big effect on our students' lives, positive or negative.
0: Yeah, even with um, university students. Um... Like I would play games in my classes and, you know, I'd get some like little choco pies or whatever, which are quite famous in Korea. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the winner of each little game or whatever, I'd give them a choco pie and the students like loved it and they would talk about it all the time. And then on my birthday, they would like bring me a cake and they're always like, you're always giving us like snacks. And, you know, they just celebrated my birthday with me and just like really sweet. It just goes a long way to like building you know, kind of a mm. positive relationship, just like some kindness, I guess, or like going like a little bit beyond the bare minimum. And then getting a box of chocolate pies wasn't exactly like <laughs> a large way beyond the minimum, but it was like, they remembered it. And actually, like, we're just happy that I like, you know, made this kind of fun game and had a few little prizes. And yeah, they like loved it. So just like even simple things can actually like make a difference in the classroom, even for adults, not just kids. Definitely. All right, Eric, so that is great. So where can people find you online?
1: Uh, Well, uh, um, I've got my channel, it's the Q English Teachers, and uh, I post a video every week, something related to activities or classroom management or any any way that can help teachers. And every Sunday, we have a live stream at uh, 1 p.m. GMT uh, every Sunday evening here in Korea. And then yeah I'm also on Facebook same execute english teachers and yeah that's that's about where I post most of my content.
0: Perfect. And so what kind of things do you cover on your live stream or can people ask questions or do you kind of have a theme each week?
1: So each week uh, I don't have a theme people can just join and come and chat. We've got uh, we usually have around 100 people at the live stream, you know, lots of Um, uh, lots of regulars come in and chat and I try and read everyone's comments and then give my um, they ask questions and I try and share my my ideas or opinion Uh, and then sometimes I'll also have other teachers on um, you know to to um, talk to uh, about teaching and um, yeah so uh, just come chat and hang out it's really fun.
0: Okay. That sounds great. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And you can find the podcast info at eslactivity.org slash podcast. And I'll catch you next time. Thanks, Eric. Bye.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.